0: Before we begin our recording today, we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we gather, the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung, and the Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Land. Hello, hello, and welcome to Dissecting Disney Ditties with Stackers and Guests. I am really thrilled today to be welcoming two amazing guests with me today. I've got Guillermo Ura hi. and Hayley Nissen. Say hi, guys. Whoop, whoop. Hi, guys. <laughs> I am super, super excited because it's been a while since I've had, well, I've never actually had three people in my house before recording So this is all very new and I'm pleased to say I seem to have set up the tech really well, so I think we're all going to be heard, which is very, very nice.
1: Gold star, gold star.
0: Yeah, gold star for me. Uh, What musical are we discussing today? Aladdin. Aladdin. (laughs) Aladdin. Alright, Aladdin the Musical. Why have you two agreed to come and guest
2: on this episode? Hayley. This is gonna be a big pause. <laughs> Cause I don't know. You gave me a list and I was like, that one looks good. I have I feel like I've got a lot of nostalgia with this movie. I remember seeing it at the movies um back in what 1992 or 94 whatever it was and loved it then so thought it might not be too bad of a one to discuss
1: fair enough terrible answer
0: let me work on it have you come back do you want to come back to you? okay do you have a more interesting answer
1: the reason i chose aladdin it is probably my favorite of all the Disney movies. Yeah. Uh, I was 11 when it came out. So I was a young 11. So I was I
0: was, a, I was a young
3: 11.
1: I, I was a young 11. So yes. I was, so the, I was the perfect places. age when it came out. So <laughs> uh, I also like to think that um, Aladdin is the music that taught me how to sing. I remember years ago I was working at a coffee shop and a woman turned to me and she's like, you know, you sound like Aladdin, <gasps> right? And I died <laughs> at that moment. So it is, oh. it is my favorite of all the Disney movies. And it's also the first time that somebody that kind of looked like me I am Latino background that I saw that on the screen so that's kind of why it's my favorite and then to have it in the musical form I mean I have some feelings but we will get there
2: (laughs) yeah cool so you've obviously seen it live and you've seen it live did you see it when it was here in Melbourne I did I did see it in Melbourne do you remember Um, much of it I remember being blown away by the magic carpet yeah and um friend like me and that's really all I can recall from it. Yeah. Which maybe speaks volumes. Actually
0: yeah, I've got a few more memories. So I saw this back when it was in Melbourne as well. I was I actually vividly remember sitting down and opening my program and seeing that I had the understudy for Jafar, which was my friend Lyndon Watts, who most people will know as the um Australian Burr in Hamilton. Yeah. So it was really exciting for me. And uh, so I have vivid memories of seeing him do Jafar, including a brilliant stage uh, muck-up, which I'm sure he won't mind me sharing. He probably will never listen to this, so it's fine. But I just remember when um, Jafar appears in the marketplace with, like, the the big piece of fabric over him going, yeah, let the boy go, or whatever he's doing, the old man thing. And then he took the... (laughs) the fabric off and the hat and wig came off with it <laughs> oh. so he was just standing there in his wig cap just trying to play it super cool whilst like iago was trying to like get the wig it was just like...
2: <laughs> oh i love it i love the stuff up on stage
0: yeah it just reminds us we're all human when yeah. like mm-hmm. prefer- the pros get you know goes wrong um but yeah i also remember the carpet i remember Full on pursuing to look up how They did the carpet which I did work
2: up out As well do you guys know how the carpet's done Is no. it I, I tried to do the same Is it magnets is it something to do with magnets No can you mental like this gigantic Magnets Yeah
3: someone was like <laughs> lo- They're clicking in the
2: magnets this is how It works I was like sure Jasmine's earrings were just like, <laughs> 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 like the, magnets okay. the carpet. I, I take it back This <laughs> no, obviously could not be the way It's not magnets but good try Hayley Thank Good you. try <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'll get into
0: that when we get to that song, perhaps. Do you
2: need me to tell you why I chose this show again? Because I did not give you an answer.
0: And before we get to drinks, Hayley would now like to give us the answer. She's been (laughs) mulling on
2: for (laughs) ten minutes. Hayley, why'd you choose this musical? I had to think about it, really. Um, I did love the movie. I loved... I had a big old crush on Aladdin. Um, Totally. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, of course. It's stunning. Um, And Princess Jasmine. And I think, though, what really got me was being of like Jewish descent all the Middle Eastern music was yeah quite reminiscent of what I was growing up with yeah,
0: yeah. cool
2: nice yeah. answer thanks better Aww. than the one before gold star. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I might uh, curve tail on that dovetail tail. dovetail dovetail, dovetail. I think Aladdin was a bit of my sexual awakening too
2: so. really because Aladdin's a babe
1: well yeah and yeah. that vest yeah
2: mm. and the no nipples Mhm. yeah perfect does he not have nipples? No,
1: have not the look. animated one. I mean, they do. On is that because but... the
0: the vest is always just, just yes, yeah.
2: some uh, fashion tape? Just <laughs> 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 That's what he's nip. got. He's got booby tape. Even <laughs> when he's jumping, does the vest not open? I don't think I've looked that hard, but I think it's just a given fact that you don't see Aladdin's nips. Excuse me, whilst I do a cheeky goog. <laughs> cheeky girl.
0: Yeah, no nipples. No nips. No nips, just a bit of a peck. Good, mm. good chest. Bit of a peck, yeah. Okay, there we go. They fixed it with. Was King Ah? Uh, no, Mermaid was before this, and King Triton had some pretty big nips. Mm-hmm. He did. He did, but I guess he had nothing to hide it behind. They couldn't make the beard like <laughs> like a um, Harley Davidson rider, how they fork the beard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, back to where we were. Today, we are drinking the Wishmaker. (music) To make the Wishmaker, what you need is one ounce of orange liqueur, one ounce of tequila half an ounce of peach schnapps, half an ounce of blue caracho, two ounces of sour mix, except I've used lemonade because what is sour mix? Two ounces of pineapple juice, and if you can afford it, some gold cake shimmer dust. It actually is cake shimmer dust. Yeah. There you go, which I didn't use because that shit's expensive. You can then garnish it if you like with some orange slices, which I didn't do because who buys fruit? And that's how you make the wishmaker.
3: maker. Ooh.
0: Okay. Uh does someone want to describe this for me? It's very green. And to be blue. <laughs> it's a nice bluey green. It kind it's of like looks a te- like it's a
1: teal. It's a beautiful teal. teal. It yeah.
0: looks like something's wrong with the water.
1: Actually, no, it looks like an emerald.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, blue. it sh- it should be blue. It was a lot more photoshopped in the recipe, I think, that I looked at. Bottoms up. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Well, I could drink about 36 Ooh, of those.
0: that's yummy. Oh, mm-hmm. That's
2: very easy. That's very <laughs> yeah.
0: yummy. Yeah, it's scary when it's <laughs> easier. Oh, yeah. Another four? Thank you.
2: Yeah. That's <laughs> like cordial to me.
0: That is super yummy. Anything with peach snaps or mm. um, what's the purple one that's in like a genie bottle? Chambord? Oh,
1: Chambord, yeah. I'm
0: there. I remember going to, I was in Queensland, I think. I went to the bar. I was just going to get a gin and tonic and I saw a bottle of Chambord, which I thought was very strange just to just see there like behind the bar guy and I was like what are you making with that I'll have whatever you're making with that and it was just the gin fizz right but it was so good (laughs) he was like oh um after check I was like whatever the answer is I want that
1: (laughs) if you ever have if you ever have any gross sparkling white wine throw a shot of Prosecco of Chambord in that really yeah highly recommend even if it's good Prosecco throw some Chambord in it
2: this yeah, podcast right. has taken a turn. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we are here like to it. analyze <laughs> <laughs> cocktails.
2: For the
0: next two hours, we're just going to talk drinks. All right, so now that we're drunk, let's jump into some stats.
3: You know I love having fans in the room. I
0: love it. Okay, so Aladdin. Aladdin first debuted in July 2011 at the Fifth Avenue Theatre in Seattle. It then moved to Toronto, which is where...
1: I saw it. Yay! Original cast, baby. Yes.
0: <laughs> and then it moved to Broadway in February of 2014 to the new Amsterdam Theatre, which I spoke about last episode because that's where The Lion King was. And in fact, it went The Lion King, then Mary Poppins, and then Aladdin, and Aladdin is still there. Is this a Disney theater? Yes, they own it. No, well, yeah. They own it. They spent like a million billion dollars. What did I say last time? I think it was like thirty-five million dollars or something to well, restore it. Because it was it.
1: derelict, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, totally like prostitute drug district. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, have a listen to the previous episode, and we'll I go did. back all over that. Yeah. No, I did. I didn't. <laughs> but basically, so. it was like push through the prostitutes to make your way to uh to the Disney theater. But they have like a 99-year lease on it, so it'll be the Disney Theatre forever.
1: Um, was Little Mermaid there or no? No, okay, it's
0: literally just been those three shows okay. that have been in there. I can't tell you where Mermaid is because I haven't done that episode yet, so I have looked it up. That's fair. It
1: was terrible. So.
0: <laughs> and I'll see you back for okay. that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it is still running. It's just reached over 3,000 performances as of the top of this year, so it's probably heading to about three and a half by the time we've recorded this. The music is by Alan Menken. The lyrics are by a bit of a mixed bag. We've got Howard Ashman, who unfortunately passed away before the movie came out. Then we've got Tim Rice, who took the place of Howard Ashman once he had passed away and they finished the film. And then we've got Chad Begulin, who has come in to write the extra songs made exclusively for the musical, So this is like a mixed bag of songs from the movie, songs cut from the movie, and then songs that were written for the Broadway show.
1: Mm.
2: And I think it's really obvious who wrote what.
1: Very much so. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Some songs sound completely Disney. Other songs you're like, hmm, that doesn't sound like something I've heard before.
0: Mm, sounds like something straight from the Radio <laughs> Top 40 with oh. a little bit of step and click. <laughs> We'll get there. Mm-hmm. The director and also the choreographer is Casey Nicholaw. Now, he is a massive deal. He is the director choreographer of the Broadway productions of The Drowsy Chaperone, The Book of Mormon, Something Rotten, Mean Girls, The Prom, and the recent Tony Award winner for The Cory, Some Like It Hot. Oh, so yeah. he's a big deal. And if you look at him, look at him. he looks like, I I just wouldn't say he's like a top Broadway choreographer. He looks like Horton the Elephant. <gasps> so just so unassuming when i when i looked at him i just sort of expected with those signs of creds to see this like you know fossey-esque kind of looking dude and no he just looks like kind of a regular joe yet he's got all these creds and obviously won the tony for book of mormon as well Mm. but what a what a resume Mm. very very cool in the original Broadway cast, we had Adam Jacobs as Aladdin, James Monroe Inglehart as the Genie, Courtney Reed as Jasmine, Jonathan Freeman as Jafar, Don Darrell Rivera as Iago, Clifton Davis as the Sultan, Brian Gonzalez as Babgak, Jonathan Schwartz as Omar and Brandon O'Neill as Kasim. Pretty small cast now that I think of it compared to like leading, leading cast. I guess it's no bigger than Lion King. I don't know. Maybe it's because when I read the film ones, I read like 50,000 names. I'm like, oh, there's this character, this character. And on Broadway, we got to pay pay more money to have these people in the show. So like cut that shit down.
1: I'm curious how many are actually in the ensemble because mm. I feel it looks like there's lots, but there's probably not.
0: Yeah, I think like the number's like 75, but that's orchestra, cast, crew. Right. Like I'm not sure how many are in the cast. Now, if you think
2: about the bows, there was like probably – Ten males, ten females. Yeah. yeah. And then.
0: And the females, like three of them were the, the, the cor- hands. Yeah. And then there's Bab Kako, and Kasim. They had
2: their own bow. They've got their mm-hmm. own. Oh yeah, they just have their yeah. own bow. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Songs that you'll recognise are probably the ones from the movie with the exception of probably Proud of Your Boy, which is probably one of the biggest songs that wasn't in the movie, though technically written for the movie, which also has that awful reputation. Do you guys know about? The connection to Proud Boys? No. no. Oh,
1: Proud Boys. Um, yes.
0: Yeah. So, I do not. So, you've heard of Proud Boys? Never. Really? They're wow. Like
1: super right wing.
0: Yikes. Neo right. fascist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the bin. Yep. Great. So, basically, what happened and how they started, which I just find this so ridiculous, is the leader of that, which I didn't write down his name because, like, who would want to share that? Um, he <laughs> went and saw his daughter's music recital i guess it was a vocal recital and a boy got up and sang proud of your boy which most people would have been like oh and he instead was like this is awful this is all about how you have to apologize for being a boy and he had a podcast and so he went on this massive rant about proud of your boy and then decided to start this right-wing neo-fascist group called proud boys literally based on this song Okay, so that took a
2: turn.
0: (laughs) That really took
2: a turn. Yeah,
0: he just thinks the whole song is about, like, apologizing for being a boy, which is so stupid. It's like, no, it's just about apologizing for being a bit of a fuck-up, which we've all been, and it doesn't matter who's singing it. Yeah, and they were uh, the
1: ones involved in, like, the January 6th thing at the White House. And, like, they're always protesting drag time for kids and, you know, all the – So just –
2: Arse Wipes yeah just, just friendly, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, just skid marks. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> just old skid marks.
0: So, yeah, that's probably one of the most famous songs from the musical. I know I've got a favourite, but probably no one else has ever heard of it, so I won't bother with it. And Tell us. No, we'll get there when we get Tell there. Us. When we get to the <laughs> Oh, I get so excited when I think about it. So how this came about. So this is obviously based on the 1992 movie. Uh, they used three unused songs by Howard Ashman, and Venkham, which were Proud of Your Boy, High Adventure, and Babkak, Omar, Aladdin, and Kasim, which uh, I was today years old when I learned Aladdin is in that title. I always thought it was Babcak Omar, and Kasim. Right. And when I was thinking, I was like, what's with these extra two syllables?
2: <laughs> um- <laughs> oh, it's the
0: old title like, oh, it must be like an updated version. No, it's always it's had Aladdin <laughs> in it. I just like erased it from my memory. It was orchestrated by Danny Trube, who is really famous for his work on Disney. So he orchestrated the film scores the Beauty and the Beast, Newsies, Aladdin and Hercules. He's also done heaps of Broadway stuff. He also contributed like some additional orchestrations like The Lion King and like other movies around that time, but they were his big ones. So it's kind of cool that they got a Disney orchestrator to come out and kind of redo the movie, considering he orchestrated the movie right. as well, yeah. which I guess I want to say contributes to the consistency, but I find the music in this hella janky.
1: Yeah, it's all over the place.
0: Yeah, it's. I kind of feel like, Alan Menken and other people wrote it instead of Alan Menken and different lyricists because musically it's like, rah, 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 like just kind of pulling you all over the place. We'll get there. It was originally orchestrated for 18 players. Now it's down to 10 because technology loses people jobs. So Alan Menken announced the show in 2010 with a book by Chad Begulin who most people will know uh, with his work with Matt Scalar. So they did The Wedding Singer together and also Elf the Musical, which funnily enough I'm going to go and see a friend of mine in. Two weeks, should be cool because I've never seen the show. Nobody cares. Nobody cares.
4: Nobody cares about Santa. They read their list, then you can cause nobody cares about Santa Claus.
0: Apparently, very good. Just like failed because no one likes Christmas musicals in America.
1: <laughs> or who goes to see a Christmas musical when it's not Christmas? <laughs> is probably the other thing. <laughs> You're like you'll do really well for about twenty four days, yeah. and then nothing.
0: And then it's over. That being said, I saw the Rockets do their Christmas show, and that was so good. But I guess you know the rock. That's but the would Rockettes. you go see
1: that in like April?
0: <laughs> well, I guess they wouldn't do their Christmas show in April, would they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He also did the prom. Chad Begulin, If you're a fan of that, he did the music for that himself. I love the prom.
4: Kaylee has a small tattoo.
0: So like I said before, it kicked off in Seattle at the Fifth Avenue Theatre. That only ran for one month and then it moved to Toronto and did a bit of a longer run. Most of the original cast came across to Broadway with the exception of Andrew Keenan Bolger, who was playing Omar originally (laughs) and was later replaced. But the rest of them all carried across, which is rare.
1: Did he go do Newsies?
0: Y- yes. yes, he went to do newsies. Because he yeah. was
1: crutchy, I believe. He
0: was crutchy, yeah. Oh God, he's so good. Mm-hmm. You know, Hello it makes newsies. my heart so happy. Have you seen the the filmed version of Newsies? Yes. On Disney I... Plus, yes I have. It makes me oh. so happy that he, being in the original Broadway cast before the crutchy song was written, was able to come back to film that and then got to sing Crutchy's song. Yeah. Letter from the Refuge, I think it's called. I think so, yeah. I miss the rooftop. Sleeping right out in the open, in your penthouse in the sky. There's a cool breeze blowing, even in
2: July.
0: Because, oh my God, just so beautiful. Yeah.
2: I love that show so much. I only only saw it for the first time. I didn't know anything about Newsies until I watched that version. I don't know why I thought
0: you were a fan of the film. With, um, is it Christian? Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah,
1: controversial opinion. I prefer the film to the movie. Get Maybe because also and I, yes, the- uh, thank you. I'll see myself out. I'm taking my drink.
0: I'm <laughs> taking the drink.
1: That's another one. I saw it when I was like 11. Yeah, so, right. Part of the whole awakening.
0: Yeah,
2: right.
0: <laughs> I, until the musical came out, didn't even know the movie existed. Like Ugh. completely past me. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I did
2: not grow up with it at no. all. I, I didn't grew up know about with like
0: Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Yeah, maybe because news is a boy movie. I don't yeah. know. Just I did like Pete's
2: out. Dragon. It's probably oh, like the same I sort of Pete's Dragon as yeah. well. It's hmm. an acquired taste, Pete's Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's one to rewatch. It's no. just like Fern Gully.
0: Oh, I, I okay. found that before Disney Plus was out. I found that in like a throwout bin at Coles and DVD. So I was Blasphemy. like, oh, I remember Fern Gully. I'm gonna watch that again. Holy crap! Like you just pray that Robert Williams is gonna come back in anytime oh. soon because that movie is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, leave it buried in the past. Leave it buried in the past. It was really good when I was like ten. So that's
2: how I feel about Grace too. So don't worry. Uh, yeah, you
1: know, oh, we're gonna go to... It's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. So <laughs> my sister could sing all of Cool Rider when she was like ten.
2: So I used to walk around the house singing Reproduction when I was six, not knowing what Reproduction was. <laughs> so Make let's talk about an awakening. Go berserk. <laughs> I don't think they even know what a pistol is. I got your pistol right here. <laughs>
0: I've never seen Grease 2. I just know what we're going to score tonight. A Maybe girl... <laughs> girl?
1: Yeah, you a should watch a it. A
2: occasion. <laughs> no, Zach, like, you can't watch it because you had to grow up with it. You'll watch it now and you'll be like, this is terrible. It's oh, garbage. Yeah.
0: Maybe but if it's... I watch it drunk.
2: I think if you're open to knowing it's terrible. Like mm-hmm. as a child like, I watched and thought it was brilliant. And then it wasn't until I was an adult and someone was like, that's bad. And I was like, it, is it? Is that like Camp? Have you guys seen Camp? Oh, oh
1: camp! camp is great. <gasps> yeah.
2: Oh my god! Yeah.
0: Okay. Great. That's Just, usually people are like. What are you talking about? This excites me so much. Okay. Sorry, we're completely derailing here.
3: Here's <laughs> who I am. And
1: that's like Anna Kendrick singing. Ladies, Ladies Who lunch. lunch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: After she like pushes, she poisons.
1: <laughs> yes, the girl. she poisons. One, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe we should have a new podcast of terrible movie musicals. I'm something. it's also sequel. got
0: a super super young Anthony Ramos in it. Oh. Yeah, he's like acne ridden. He's such a child yeah. in it. Um, but he,
2: I can't remember what he does in that movie. He's, he, at the beginning he's in drag. He wears drag to his like prom and gets beaten up. Oh, that's him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fun fact. Does he have a song? I don't think so. How shall I see you through my tears? I'm just, I, I'm just flashing to do we, do we look like
0: any Jewish people you know with the two African-American <laughs> brothers with the like curly. <laughs> I
2: wonder what camp's on. Like, Pro- probably str- nothing probably it's buried. one of those movies that's just
1: like yeah. i've got like- it on
2: dvd i've forgotten we're doing a podcast and was just <laughs> totally- <laughs> it's like um, trying
1: to find drop dead gorgeous anywhere cannot oh. be found
0: <laughs> yeah some movies i think studios are just like bury it bury it good. but Steven sondheim was in it yeah like two seconds
1: like but you have a niche audience that requires yeah. <laughs> it
0: yeah <laughs> So, yeah, it opened in Broadway, (laughs) back to Aladdin. Opened on Broadway at the end of Feb 2014. Had mixed but mostly positive reviews. The reviews when it was in Toronto were a little on the more negative side and the little more I agree with them side, but they were mostly positive on Broadway, probably probably because I couldn't find one by Bent Brantley. (laughs) Awards.
3: Tony, Tony, Tony,
4: Tony,
3: Tony.
0: So, as I pointed out in the Lion King episode, I love the distinguishment between Drama Desk and Tony Awards. Mm. Drama Desk is outstanding and Tony is best. Best. So, the Drama Desk Awards, it was nominated for outstanding musical, outstanding book, outstanding music, outstanding lyrics, outstanding actor. It won outstanding featured actor. Who do you think it was? Genie. Yeah, it was the Genie. And Outstanding Cory. So it only won um, Outstanding Featured Actor because this was the year of Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, which won basically everything else.
4: Why are all the dice dying?
1: What could explain this show? Sure. Tragic-
0: Such a good show. And also, I don't know why I've just clicked that the drama desk have lyrics as a category. Yeah. The Tonys do not. No. Just score. Hmm, probably because I got more time. I don't think... Do they air the drama desks?
1: I've never seen them. Yeah. No. I've and not, and like them. living in North America, no, they, they never aired them for sure. That's I'm probably like,
0: why. They're like, we can put it in all the categories we want. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Tonys no, are dude. the only
1: ones that are aired. Yeah. And <laughs> the, uh, what? The Olivier's. The London yeah, ones. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So at the Tonys, it was nominated for Best Musical, but obviously lost to Gentleman's Guide, nominated for Best Book, Best Score, Best Cory, and again won Best Featured Actor for James Monroe Inglehart as the Genie, who. Was only in the show for a short time because he ended up replacing David Diggs as Lafayette and Jefferson oh. and Hamilton and did that for a long time and then moved on to something rotten which was also directed by um, Casey Nicholaw. So and the version that we watched had um, Michael Michael Scott.
1: Just Steve yeah. Carell from the office. Yeah, that's what I said I was <laughs> like, oh <God." laughs> Michael
0: James Scott, who actually started as the genie in Australia. Yes. Oh. So he was the genie in Australia, then he did the tour, and then he did Broadway, and he's still playing the genie right oh, wow. now. Yeah. So James only did it for it was like he came, he won the Tony and left. Um yeah, on the topic of the Australian cast, do you know who played Jasmine here? The original American Aladdin was Adam Jacobs. Yes.
1: Oh, Arielle Jacobs. His least, sister.
0: His sister was the Australian. Uh thinking of
2: was she replaced? Like eventually? Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe you're thinking of like her cover? Maybe. Yeah. Don't know.
0: Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's kind of cool. I think
1: <laughs> Please never do a production together. They
0: probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My thought is did they both audition and went, fuck, we can't cast them both. You can go to Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: As far away as possible.
2: (laughs) Mind you, I do recall the controversy that that came from um, Why Can't You Cast an Australian in an Australian Show? Why Are You Pulling People from Overseas? I remember that. Oh, you remember it just from this show?
1: The only I show. It, no,
2: I <laughs> mean, no, I just remember that one being a big deal. Oh, I remember
0: Willy Wonka being a bigger deal. Why couldn't we find a tall white man in Australia to play man, Willy Wonka?
2: That must be really difficult.
1: Really tough,
0: really tough. So
1: hard to find.
0: <laughs> um. So, she, yeah, Arielle Jacobs played Jasmine opposite Ainsley Melham from High Five.
5: When you hit the ball in ping pong, it makes a very special sound. Yeah. You always
0: know it's ping pong, the greatest sound around. Oh. Oh. And then those two, along with Michael James Scott, all transferred to Broadway and became the Broadway cast, which wow. is unusual. I don't know of many cases where we can say that. Happened.
1: Where it goes the reverse, yeah. yeah.
0: Especially because Ainsley is Australian, so that's pretty cool. So on that note, do we have any other thoughts? Well, how do we feel watching this film before we go into the
2: songs? I do have a question. I have an answer. Why was Babcock New York (laughs) Jew? He's literally
1: just Jason Alexander. (laughs) I
2: was like, I don't understand. I love him Mm -hmm. and I'm here for it. Don't get me wrong, but I was like, huh. All right, you're just going to get a bagel with some schmear on it, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know, like every Jew I know. Yeah,
0: I thought the the accent choices, particularly with those four boys, was interesting. Yeah. They just kind of tried to be really, I know, I know Aladdin is streetwise, but like modern streetwise
2: almost. I don't know. I, I got to say this may be unpopular opinion. I bloody loved those guys. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. I was a big, big old fan. Do they do anything for the plot? Absolutely not. But are they here for fun? Yes, Yes. they they are. are. And obviously because
0: their songs were written for the movie, they were originally in the movie.
2: Yeah. So were they then replaced with Abu and the carpet? Yeah. Correct. Great. Sure.
1: Which changed my opinion after reading that, how I felt about the songs. Yeah. Because originally I was like, just get a puppet monkey. Yeah. Just give us what we want to see. Mm. But then after knowing that it's what originally happened, I was like, oh, okay, I'm a bit more okay with it now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause in originally in the film, Aladdin's mother was alive, mm-hmm. which is where Proud of Your Boy came out of. Sure. Because he was singing it. I think she was like going to bed and he kind of starts singing it as she goes to bed and and then the mother figure became more and more insignificant and they killed her off. So yeah, there was a mother and As there Disney was the does. three best friends. Yeah, starting the long line of <laughs> motherless protagonists. So yeah, there was three best friends and the mum and they were all discarded characters, of which they just brought back the three bros because who needs a Disney mother?
1: Yep, fair. Yeah. Not fair. Yeah. <laughs> Scratch that.
0: <laughs> so yeah, do you have any final thoughts on just overall how you felt about the musical?
1: I was whelmed. Like it, I, I left. I left the show thinking, well... That happened. I was a little bit mad. (laughs) There were moments where I was like, well, and then I was still mad. So, yeah, those are my feelings. Yeah, right. But I have feelings, but they're not great.
0: I remember leaving the theater back when I saw it in Melbourne, quite underwhelmed by a couple of key moments in the show and watching it yesterday I thought it just went so hard down the pantomime route Mm -hmm. that there's no real emotional investment with the characters. Like when you watch Aladdin, the film, you feel so sorry for Aladdin. There's so many moments where he is just that like downtrodden, lonely outcast. Whereas, and even like Jasmine is like that defiant, down to earth um, kind of woman, as opposed to, like, the damsel and the Disney voice.
1: And Jasmine is made to a nothing character in this production. Yes. Yes. Even less than the cartoon.
0: And I think it really doesn't help that they've gone with the Disney voice. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, Linda Larkin was fucking amazing as Jasmine because she was so dry. And... Yeah, they've gone just like, what's your Disney princess voice? Yeah. Which is why, like when you teach Shakespeare to kids, the first thing you want to beat out of them is like, the Shakespeare voice. And I feel like they've just gone, oh, the Disney voice will do. And, it yeah, it completely robs her of any kind of like character because, and same with Aladdin and same with really anyone in this show because everyone's dialogue is driven towards the, the joke. Gen-
1: and the genie. Yeah. It's the genie show essentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah. the kind of the book is all about the jokes, the jokes, the jokes, the jokes, which. Um, well, she doesn't have any.
1: And no, if she tries to deliver, who?
0: Yeah, <laughs> she, she kind of is kind of funny, though, in those confrontations with Jafar and stuff. Like, it's all just funny, and I didn't like that. I, I like I like the realness of Aladdin, and I like that, you know, Iago's annoying, but that's kind of it. Jafar is dark. Doesn't need yeah. a fucking Broadway two-step number, oh, yeah. um, and Aladdin is kind of just the underdog. Whereas in this, he's like the comedy gold, and uh, I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I wanted Jasmine to say, "And your beard is so twisted, <laughs> twisted." <It's my> favorite.
0: <laughs> but. Yeah, even like I just remember, I am not a prize to be won. She's like, I am not a prize to be won. I was like, oh my god, like this ground is, yourself. This is not Jasmine. This yep. is not Jasmine. So yeah, I was I was really frustrated watching it, and literally there was only one moment in the show where I was like, fucking yes, this is this is great. But the, the rest of it, no. Nah,
2: I'm not going to tell you what it was. Sure. Yeah. I just remember seeing it and being like, that was good. Anyway, what's for dinner? We're going to Pellegrini's, <laughs> like, but I don't remember ever hating it. I was like, "All right, you you got bums on seats. That genie is incredible. Um, mm. I'm here for the genie show and that carpet. Everyone else, was, everyone was fantastic. I thought, but I was just like, eh. All right, I've seen that now. I can tick that off my list. But um, do I need to see it again? No, Props not. Till I watched it yesterday, I was like, oh, here I am again. Here I am again. But yep. I didn't hate it.
1: Yeah, the only part I mo our I, I had the original cast, and the best part was seeing Jonathan Freeman up there. Yeah, just like listening oh, to I it. Oh,
0: didn't talk about the cast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shit. Okay, so uh, give me the gossip on Jonathan Freeman. Why so do we like him?
1: Jonathan Freeman was the original voice of Jafar. He is
0: the original voice of Jafar, which we did not see. We no. saw we saw Merwin Ford, and Merwin Ford had a long. Um, History with Broadway and stuff And this was actually His last performance Because he unfortunately Passed away from Liver disease Oh Oh, no Yeah So once he He left the show Because he was so unwell And then he passed away At age 59 Oh Oh, that's that's a shame Very sad Sad. But how cool that you got to see The Jafar The Jafar Yeah
1: (laughs) I mean I still wish they would given him A a villain song That wasn't that villain what are you song? talking about
0: we've got a villain song mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we got what you we gave him what the people wanted yeah. i was like can you just song?
1: extend his reprise of prince ali <laughs> just give me that at least yeah uh, anyways
0: so also in the original cast we had adam jacobs who um yeah played a- aladdin in seattle and then he played simba in the lion king on tour and broadway and then went back to aladdin and played aladdin mm-hmm. pretty cool career He later replaced Christian Ball as the bard in Something Rotten. So there's a lot of Something Rotten transfers here, which is very interesting given it was the same director. Um, James Monroe Inglehart, who was the genie and won the Tony, was the replacement for Mitch Mahoney in The Spelling Bee. He was also the original Bobby in Memphis. Mm. And like I said, he was the replacement for Lafayette. But what I think is super cool is he is playing Phil in the Hercules musical. He was in the Central Park version and he's staying as Phil for the... Paper Mill version. Oh, I'm so intrigued very, very,
3: very by that I love production. that. I'm so
0: ready for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so ready for it. But the other notable one, which I just think is cool, is Clifton Davis, who played the Sultan, mm-hmm. who wrote this song... Resume is ridiculous. Like he's been in everything, but that is the one credit I was like, wait, a what? Like, <laughs> oh, what a hit! <laughs>
1: was he in the recording that we saw?
0: He was not. Okay. No, we had a different Sultan. I think. Okay,
1: whoever that guy was was giving like Wednesday matinee energy. <laughs> Ooh,
3: <yeah. laughs> oh, what an insult! Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Especially his, his first scene. I so was specific. like, oh, yeah, this is a Wednesday matinee. Wow.
2: Yeah, bitch, you is tired. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, I didn't think that at all. I Just, just woke up from his afternoon nap. He's like, all right, time to go on. Yep. I've just, had just a, a, quick, c- just a big, quick
1: cigarette and on stage it's a sultan. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, on that note, I think we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and dissect the song. See you what? in a minute. Woo! Logged planning and organising, three hours of watching, two hours of research, three hours of recording, five hours of editing, and one episode to publish. Don't forget you have to pay your hosting fee, your software platform fee, and your designer fee. And if you want to do any sponsored posts, that's an extra couple of dollars as well. Producing a podcast is fun, but it's a lot of work and it's not free. Thank you so much to everyone who supports this show by listening to these episodes and a super shout out to all of the Patreons that help keep this show running financially. If you would like to become a Patreon, simply head to patreon.com and search for Dissecting Disney Ditties. There you will find a string of bonus episodes, including spotlights on cut songs from your favourite Disney movies and some other random stuff I put up there. This show gets more and more love every time people mention it to their friends. So please spread the word, get comfy, and let's go back to the show. And we are back. So this show opens with Arabian Nights, just like the film, but not like the film.
5: Oh, I come from a land From a faraway place where the caravan camels roam, where it's flat and immense and the heat is intense, it's barbaric, but hey, it's home, when the wind's from the east and the sun's from the west and the sand in the glass is right, come on down, step on by. Pop carpet and fly to another Arabian night.
3: Arabian night. Like Arabian days. For all fifth nuts not, my are hotter than hot. Out there on the Jews.
2: How do we feel about this as the opening? I like it. <laughs> am I uh, am I alone there?
1: No, I do, I do like it. Uh I just wish I don't know, I'm of two minds. I don't know how I feel about him being the genie singing the opening. And maybe it's just again, the nostalgia of Robin Williams still doing the voice, but it's of a different character singing it. Wait, does he sing it or is it just a a, a random voice? He just plays just the voice, like the seller. But he's the peddler. Yeah, the peddler selling stuff. Yeah. I do Yeah, I don't know I, I don't know. If I, I, I like it because it honors the movie. Yeah. But I don't know how I feel about the genie singing it.
0: Yeah. So originally it's Bruce Adler that sings this. A lot of people think it's Robin Williams because Bruce Adler was told to sound as much like Robin Williams as possible. Um, Bruce Adler, I know from Crazy For You, he's the original Ziegler. Right. Yes. In the Broadway cast. I wanted to say the revival cast, but no, that was an original show. It was you just like Jody a Benson? recreation of um, Girl Crazy. I get confused um, because question. it's basically the same music but a different show. Contrasting to a lot of stuff you see on the internet where people are like, it's Robin Williams. I'm like, it's not Robin Williams, but it's a very good impression of Robin
2: Williams. Okay, but question. Yep. Is it supposed to sound like Robin Williams yes. so you think it is Robin Williams? I don't. I don't quite know... Why? I
0: think so, yeah. yes. Because he was told to yep. sing it like he's Robin Williams. Because you know
2: how, like, in, well, actually, in the movie version of this, Aladdin is spoken by Scott Wenig, I think his name is. Stephen Full House. Stephen Full House.
1: Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, but sung by someone else, but it's supposed to be the same person. Is he supposed to sound like the genie? Because Robin Williams wasn't the singer. I don't know. That's just. Yeah,
0: I, I'm, I'm confused as to, like, why. Mm-hmm. I just know. That's what happened. Yep. Because you do think it's the genie. Why didn't they get Robin Williams to sing it? I don't know. Maybe he wasn't around. Maybe he couldn't sing Arabian Nights. I have no idea. Right. Um, Because at the end of the day, Robin Williams isn't a singer, inverted commas. He does Friend Like Me, but it's not quite the singing that is required for Arabian Nights. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably why they got Bruce Adler in, who was a great master of voices, to be like, can you listen to Robin Williams and then do it like he does? Yeah, sure. I'm I'm with you. I didn't like that it's the genie. Uh, my note for this song was it's too much, there's no mystery because it was too like, I'm the genie, welcome to the show, here's the cast and the fucking Aladdin comes in and Jasmine comes in. I think I would have preferred an a, a random character to open the show who was mysterious, the stage is dark and full of stars. He brings out the fucking lamp because the lamp just kind of appears later. Yeah. Um, to be like, you know, this is a tale and it's full of mystery and maybe a bit of an opening monologue like the sh- the movie and just to be like, this show is going to be full of mystery and wonder and, like, come and meet Aladdin and the show starts. I think I would prefer that to the Welcome to Broadway, <laughs> yeah. which this show has, which this show is. It doesn't have any mystery in it at all. So, yeah, I didn't love it. I thought it was too much.
1: Yeah, and it was missing a bit of the magic yeah, Because from Arabian Nights in the movie, it goes into the whole Cave of Wonders thing. So y- the magic oh, yeah. starts right away, Yeah. whereas nothing really magical kicks in until, f- I mean, the book that he reads, which is mm. like half an hour in. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it is missing a bit of the magic. And also, I can't unhear when they cut off your ear if they don't like your face. I from know. From the original, because original, that's what I learned from the tape soundtrack because yeah. I am old that I had. Um, I can't unhear that.
0: Yeah. Shame. So, this is the censored lyric that they brought in, I want to say in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. and that you'll hear on Disney Plus. But if you still have the VHS or one of the original DVDs, you will have the original lyric. Yep. I find it interesting. They left it's barbaric, but, but hey, it's hey, it's home because yeah. they're still kind of, that's still a derogatory comment on Middle Eastern people.
1: Yeah. And the other one that I don't like in this one is when the uh, genie says where the dervishes, dances, dervishes dance in ridiculous pants. I was like, why are we calling them ridiculous?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we that's jumped rude. out of yeah. the pot into the fire. Hey, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Haley's face>. Louise <laughs> I don't think I looked too far into this. And I was like, that's... Probably not appropriate Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is why Instantly I was like Oh woof I don't yeah. like that Yeah no, uh,
2: Yeah That's well, I don't think that's okay I can't get out of the When he goes Salaam um, My worthy friends Please please Come closer uh, too, close. too close A little too <laughs> close <laughs> And I was like I miss that But yeah. obviously There's no screen I there, love so.
0: that uh, It broke And he throws that Whatever that <laughs> weird vase with the spring in it is yeah. <laughs> A coffee maker Also uh, make a julienne fry <laughs> <laughs> Will it well break, break. It It broke. 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 And what I love about that, sorry, we're going into the film, but that is all ad lib from Robin Williams. mm -hmm. And I remember talking with Will about imagine having to wait until you got the dialogue to animate this because they're like, here's the script, don't worry about it, just wait until (laughs) you hear it. (laughs) And then you have to animate whatever he does. Like he talks about a coffin maker that makes fries. Okay, now you've got to animate a coffin maker that that makes makes fries. fries. Same when he does all the impressions. Yeah. They would have had to wait to hear them to then animate whatever the shit he's doing. Like... That would have been such a weird process to not be able to sort of plan anything in advance because you have no idea what's going to end up in the final tape.
1: Yeah. Mm. Kind of the yeah. other issue I had with Arabian Nights opening in the, like, market town is that once one jump ahead comes around, you've seen it all.
0: Yeah, There's yeah. There's only so many
1: times the set, these little buildings can spin yeah. or somebody can walk through with that weird spinning fan <laughs> thing. I was like, it's kind of like once... Although Circle of Life a different story. Like once you've seen all the animals and then they come on again and people still clap, I was like, but you just saw them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like why are you clapping again? Yeah. You've seen them all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I find this one gave away too much. Yeah. Yeah, like you said.
0: Yeah, and there wasn't a lot of set, which was giving away the fact that there isn't a lot of set in the entire musical. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to Agrabah. It's two towers and some people. So for those of you who maybe skipped episode one, we are not rating the songs that were in the film. We're just going to talk about them and move on. So the second song in this musical is the famous One Jump Ahead.
4: I gotta keep one jump ahead of the bread line, one swing ahead of the sword. I steal only what I can't afford, and that's everything. One jump ahead of the lawmen, that's all, and that's no joke. These guys don't appreciate I'm broke. Riff rats, street rats, spousal, Take rats, just a little snack. Take a hint. Gotta face the facts. I could use a friend or two.
2: True. I loved the staging of this. I loved how he would, like, jump from, like, wagon to wagon effortlessly. I was like, oh, look at him parkour. He was. (laughs) (laughs) I loved that. And it actually felt like I agree with you when you said before that, you know, there's not a lot on the stage, but it felt like he was really moving through a marketplace. That's my two cents.
1: I, I quite liked the chaos of it. Mm. Uh it was sometimes a bit hard to follow which is why he was on in a spot. But I think having had seen all of it in Arabian Nights, it would have had a much stronger effect had you not yes. seen him running through the market. Yep. Yeah. It would have been a stronger choice, personally. But I mean, he sounds great.
3: Mm.
0: He is great. I think he's yeah. really good at Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: can't it's keep a note on pitch standing still. Never mind jumping. So Jump. <laughs>
0: Uh, my note for this was stop standing there and just bloody grab him. I, I found.
1: <laughs> I also found some Wednesday matinee energy from yes. some of the ensemble. In this <laughs> one. Yes.
0: I just found there wasn't enough on stage. I wanted more set. I wanted more things for him to jump on and jump off and jump around and whatever, because there were so many moments where he would be in the center of the stage and the guys would be there standing there waving their plastic swords. And I'm like, I can just grab him. And then in comes that woman to do still. I was like, look, it's that easy. It is that easy. (laughs) And there were just too many moments of that for me. I wanted it to be, I wanted it to be more busy. I wanted more stuff going on instead of those, you know, sticks with the spinny. Yep. Looks like a, what do you put above babies?
1: Uh, Mobile.
0: Yeah. Look like a mobile on a stick walking around and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted more. I also miss the, the moments where the, the two step, leaves like um when let's not be too hasty where the drums should drop out i feel like it's too like we gotta keep it moving keep yep. the dances going and let's not be too hasty so that kind of bugs me from an um, orchestrated point of view let's not be too hasty
3: still, I
0: think he's gotta eat to live gotta still to
1: eat otherwise we'd get along
0: <gasps> i don't know i just <sighs> Ah.
1: Yeah, it was fine.
0: It was too high school for me, where it's like, and you're gonna just sort of stand there because you can't grab him, even though he's you could literally touch him from here, you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Eh. Yeah.
0: But I think also I'm I'm totally with you. They gave it away to in, in Arabian Nights, so it wasn't like oh, this is the marketplace uh, oh we were already here.
1: Yeah, we spent <laughs> six minutes here already. So yeah, here's another three.
0: All right, so then we move into the first. Song that was not in the movie, though it was originally written for the movie. And before we jump into it, I would like to play Spot the Difference. What are the main differences in this musical? For those who've seen the movie and not the musical, what is the main difference between the two shows? No Abu
2: or Magic Carpet. Is it Abu or a poo? It's a boo. Abu. Abu. Yeah, a boo with a a, Abu with a B. A B. That's The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. <like> yeah. <laughs> Abu um, does not own the quickie mat. That's poo. Okay, right. So there's no Abu. There's no carpet.
0: No Raja. And Iago is a person. He's not a parrot, is he? He's a person. No, he's a person, yeah. He's a person. And then instead of the two sidekicks of the monkey and the carpet, we get three... Human sidekicks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't really defer too much from the storyline other than Aladdin and Jasmine fall in love like fucking instantly like we're in Miss Saigon. Oh, Um,
3: God. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was like, oh, that's quite sudden. (laughs) Oh, sure. You've your husband have you. Is that how it works, mate? Okay.
0: (laughs) And uh, we spend way less time with Jafar and the lamp and we spend no time. Like there's there's nothing at the end where he goes to the snow, you know, when he banishes Aladdin and stuff. That never happens. On oh, yeah. the other
1: thing, is Jafar magical in this? Because he carries his little snake staff that he uses oh, to hypnotize yeah. the Sultan. Oh, he never hypnotizes he never does the Sultan. It. So does he have powers, or just likes a bit of fancy?
0: Well, he does a little bit of magic, I guess, when he asks the magical spirit voice, right, where the the chosen.
2: But
1: wasn't
0: ones. that
2: just like an Elekanama-Nama sort of thing? Yeah. yeah. And, like, at the end, oh, no, that's because he's got the
0: genie to do all the costume changes. Yeah, no, I forgot the hypnotizing thing.
1: Yeah, it gives him a bit more gravitas that he's a bit more in control of what he's trying to do.
0: Yeah, and it also, like, in the movie, it explains why the Sultan is so blind Mm. to what he's doing because any time he's dealing with Jafar, Jafar hypnotizes him, so he's got no idea, whereas in this he's just a person.
1: Yeah, and he doesn't turn into a giant snake and Jasmine doesn't go into an hourglass.
0: Oh, and that sexy red outfit with the hair. She's never looked better. Oh, man. That was hot. That was hot. That was my (laughs) awakening. No, let's be real. Mine was totally the Fox version of Robin Hood. Okay, so the first song that we hear, not from the movie, is Proud of Your Boy.
4: Proud of your boy. I'll make you proud of your boy. Leave me bad as I've been, Ma. You're in for a pleasant surprise. I've wasted time. I've wasted me. So say I'm slow for my age. A late bloomer, okay. Oh, I agree that I've been one rotten kid. Some sun, some pride and some joy. But I'll get over these lousing up, messing up, screwing up times. You'll see my now comes the better part. Someone's gonna make good, cross your stupid heart. Make good and finally make you
2: proud of your boy. It's so pretty. Yeah. Ah,
0: it's so gorgeous. That orchestration. Wow. Ah divine
1: i love it and you can totally hear the howard ashman in it
0: yes it's yeah. so yes, part you of your can. world yes
1: yeah
0: for me it's about the the male vulnerability which to this point have we ever had um a, a vulnerable male protagonist
1: no they've all been unnamed princes
0: mm. i can't
2: think of one
0: have
1: there been any male protagonists really besides like, base? like, like hercules
0: Hood? But that's not yet.
1: That's not yet, yeah.
0: No, because I mean- Peter Pan, Mowgli. Oh, yeah, Peter Pan. But in recent times, like this is the- The renaissance, so it would be- This is the renaissance when they're responding to teenagers. I mean, Mermaid was around the time when they did surveys and teenagers were like, I wouldn't be caught dead near a Disney film. Right. And they were definitely girl films. And I'm just trying to think even since, like I guess we had- Hercules, but he doesn't really have a vulnerable song. Go the distance is a, you know, powerful. I'm moving on. You know, I have dreams and I'm going to go for him. Whereas this is just like.
1: Like Hunchback has out there.
0: Yeah, but again, he's not, not saying yeah. I'm, a, I'm a loser.
1: Yeah, it's true.
2: I can't think of one.
0: Oh, maybe Heaven's Light.
2: Don't know that.
1: Mm, Heaven's yeah. Light
0: in, in Hunchback where he's saying, Before you know, hellfire, my face yeah. doesn't deserve to see the sun. That's a, such a sad song.
4: That warm and loving glow. Though I might wish with all my might,
0: no face
5: as hideous as my
0: face was ever meant for heaven's
3: name.
0: So, yeah, I think it's a beautiful, it's just beautiful to see a song that's not like, I'm gonna kick some ass, you know, because I'm a dude and I'm the lead of this movie. I it's think just the like beast a really has,
2: nice the beast has moments. No, he doesn't sing. The beast. He
1: the has f- that one little part in.
2: Well, he was uh, and he was, was She, she saw, saw
0: my paw. <laughs> <laughs> she looked this way. I thought I saw. <laughs> and when she, she touched me, she didn't shut up my paw. paw. I knew there was a yeah. paw thing in there. <laughs> <laughs> nah,
2: okay. But yeah. that's kind of it. I get to see moments of him being like, "Oh, what was me? I'm a beast." Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I, I I'm not really crazy about the weird transition from the reprise of one jump ahead to proud of your boy. Really? It's it's. I find it a weird like. I'm gonna stand and act for a moment while we change <laughs> songs. I think it's just this the staging of it. I didn't like.
4: They'd find out there's so much more to me. I'm gonna become somebody. I don't know how exactly, but I am. I have to.
0: Somehow. Proud of your boy. It's a very musical theater. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. did, it did, admittedly, when I watch it, feel a bit like get changed, new song. Yeah. Because that that reprise of one jump ahead, it, that's in the film. So that's where Proud of Your Boy was gonna go in yeah. the film. And they just kept the reprise. But yeah, I agree. It was it didn't feel seamless.
1: No.
2: No, but it felt totally on par for musical theater. Yeah, but if it was like there's so much more to me. Proud of, of
1: your, your boy. boy. Instead of,
2: like, I'm going to make something up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, why, why, like, you sing that already, so why say it? Yeah. Just sing it. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, Yeah.
0: You know who should have directed this. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, so this is the first song that we're going to score. So now I get to judge you on how well you score things. Pretty easy uh, song to score because this one doesn't suck. So
2: <laughs> uh, let's start with you, Haley. I gave it for music four because I thought it was pretty stunning. Mm -hmm. Lyrics I gave it a three and a half, three, really.
0: Sorry, what do I enter into the spreadsheet?
2: Well, we can change it depending on your votes. No, no, we don't. (laughs) That's not how
0: this works, Hayley. I
2: don't want to go first next time. Okay, we're going
0: (laughs) three for Hayley. Um,
2: Yeah, three. I actually gave it for staging a 1.5 because he doesn't move. He just stood there. Which I don't hate, but I was like, well, this is boring. What would you have preferred? I hear you. I just, (laughs) I think when I, like like, maybe it was the right thing to be doing, but then when I'm going, well, then when I compare it to the staging of, I don't know, like Friend Like Me or something where there's so much going on, I was like, which one am I making a five and which one am I making a one sort of thing? Mm. So So like- Mm. Do you know what I
0: mean, though? Like- yeah, so I watch because there's always, for me, there is a moment to stand there and do nothing. Yep. Allah fucking Shadowland, we didn't need to go Jellicle Jellicle every time we weren't singing. Yes, just sir. fucking stand there. Yeah. So for me, it's about should this have gone a different way? Because okay. occasionally there'll be a song where just stand there, park and bark, this is a park and bark, whereas there'll be other times where I wish they were moving around or dancing yes. or you know, using the space better or whatever, did it look weird, did it look awkward, a la Shadowland, Jellicle, Jellicle, Jellicle. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I view staging with these because they're not always going to be song and dance numbers. Okay. And it's hard to say, well, it wasn't a song and dance number, so I'm going to give it one, you know, because sometimes it's just not.
2: Okay. In that case... Because that's not really how I was looking at it. I was looking at it and like you're standing. So it's almost like an N.A. Like I can't really yeah. <laughs> mark you on stage because you're not doing any except for standing there. Yeah. But now that you've said what else could you have done, I'm like, no, no, you're right, this should have been a Park and Bark song. Yeah. So maybe I'll change that then because if we're going on that. Great.
0: What do you want to change it to? Uh,
2: I'll, try, I'll change it to a, th- a three. I, I'm not certain about my contribution um number because when i wrote it i'm like at this stage a two because i am unsure if wanting to make his parents proud actually helps to further the plot yep cool give it a two stand by your stats i say over to you
1: all right so for music it was the same i gave it a four for lyrics i gave it a three for staging, I gave it a three as well, because yes, it is a park and bark. It's nothing mm. mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that he wasn't doing anything because he was also just just so frantic in one jump ahead. It was nice to just see him yeah. be. Yeah. He needed a breather. Yeah. Yeah. Too much cardio.
2: Yeah, too much cardio. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and then for contribution, I gave it a three. Um, because it may not contribute to the plot, but it contributes to his story. Yes. Yeah. And gives him some backstory, which I think is a little bit missing in the animated version because you're like you're a street ba- a street rat, but how did you end up a street rat? Yeah, yeah. So it's nice to get a little bit. You don't get a lot, which is mm. fine, but a little bit is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was great.
0: the other thing I didn't love prior to this song, the moment in the film where he gives the little girl the piece of bread yeah. is so beautiful. It's so cute
1: with a boo. It's the like, it's the- angrily. Yeah, <laughs> it
0: so pissed. Whereas in this, it was just like, hey, take this. I wasn't hungry anyway. Anyway, on with my friends. And uh, that is the whole, that for me is the whole musical is like that. Let's just mull over, give the people what they want. There's the moment with the bread and fucking move on. Yeah. Because we need another joke. It's been 10
2: seconds, guys. Yeah. We need another joke. That's true. I feel like that moment with the children in the movie shows his absolute, like, generous, softer side, yeah. which you don't probably see actually And it a gets lot you on this. board
0: with Aladdin. Like, he's a good guy. He's yeah. just in unfortunate circumstances. He's not like this because he's a he's a thief. I mean, we've just been told yeah. he's a thief and he's a street rat. And turns out he's just, like, unfortunate. Not by choice.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so... I swung quite hard on this. I gave it a four for music, a four and a half for lyrics because (sighs) Ashman, man, he just gets it. I gave it a four for staging because whilst it wasn't mind-blowing, which is what a five is for me, I didn't want him to do anything else. Yep. I felt very differently about a few of these numbers. And contribution, I gave it a five. I thought having that moment in what is a terribly slapstick show of a backstory and vulnerability to me was like this is what that character needs right now just to give us, give us just a moment of, ah, this is who I am. This is where I'm coming from. So for me this number 100% needs to be, should be in the film and 100% should be in the show. So, yeah, back where it belongs, I say. I agree. Proud of Your Boy finishes, and then because Aladdin got a song, we've got to give Jasmine a song. Time for her top 20 hits.
3: Ha ha ha. your of love, but it's an act merely
2: meant to throw me. How can someone love me when in fact they don't know me? They want my royal treasure when all
1: is said and done. It's time for a desperate measure. So I wonder why I shouldn't so
3: far from here I know the girl I might become here sad and confined and always be behind these palace
0: walls
2: I don't know princess for someone like you the-
0: oh, shoot me in the face oh, okay. I hate this song <laughs>
2: I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I knew you would. Yeah. I was like, hey, it's Likes
1: in your audition book, isn't yeah, it? Taylor's <laughs> coming
0: right down. Add to audition folder. I think I'm on the wrong podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's just like Howard Ashman never would have let this pass. It was, look, I think it was very standard. There was nothing wow about it. I thought it was a little bit pretty. I loved when the trio came in. Loved that.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Told to show
4: devotion every day and not second guesses. If a new emotion
2: comes my way, you suppress it. I think that really lifted from there. But I was like, this is a standard Disney song. This is going to be in your singer's music anthology, you know? It's not, though. Well, that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's just
0: so i think it has potential i think the melody starts to go somewhere and then it just gets so janky the end of this song oh, is so ended. janky uh,
2: yeah what if i tried am i prepared for what's outside why shouldn't
3: i fly so far from here
1: I don't know. Just okay. let her, just let her sing. Let us sing yeah. it
2: out and button it. Yeah. Why do we need the little? Yeah, that was a bit naff. That part. That's yeah. So naff. I do. When I, I just so you know, I like when the trio come in halfway through the song. Not, <laughs> Not yet. yet. Yeah. Yeah. We
0: came in to sing the final
2: lyric. Yeah. Bomb.
0: Yeah. It's just it's two step touch for me. Yeah. Do you have feelings?
1: I do have feelings. Uh, do you want me to rate it? first
0: oh if you want to jump straight into your writing, go for and, it
1: because i can talk about my feelings during we'll go on a journey <laughs> i just um, have
0: so many feelings
1: so for music i gave it a two because it has potential hmm? but it it stifles itself a l- lyrics i gave it a one because it doesn't actually say anything she's like i want to leave here outside these palace walls did i mention i want to leave, leave here, here outside these palace walls
0: because <laughs> what do you want but- to do
1: Because I have to marry a total stranger, but maybe it'll be different outside (laughs) these palace walls. Like that's, okay, we get it. For uh, staging, I gave it a two because literally nothing happens. Hmm. If you're going to give Jasmine a song, give her a song. Yeah. So let her, she kind of doesn't make the decision on her own. She's inspired by her ladies-in-waiting or whatever they're called and so they kind of usher her out but I wish she took the decision to actually leave during the song Mm. send her outside these palace walls yeah. and let her finish it out there so they can bring her little robe to her halfway like a bit of
0: an I am Moana moment like yeah. she's finally out there and that's how we end up in the marketplace
1: correct and like the trio can still be singing off stage but she takes this journey to leave these palace walls oh, and she sings it on her own and, her and, her and the marketplace and can appear around her and, oh, be like so cool. give her that moment because right now it's just like a oh look they brought me my cape
2: <laughs> should we give <laughs> the end yeah. My my bag. Bag. yeah. Should we like I don't know give someone a call about this? Yeah. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like
1: like and I told you I had feelings. So, and for um contribution, I gave it a two because like it it really yes, it kind of plants the seed of yeah Jasmine's gonna leave, but that's it. Yeah. And it's not really her decision. And oh, I'm gonna mention it here. Um. Because with the three animals gone of Iago, Abu, and Raja, Raja, there is a mention of monkeys. Mm. There's a mention of Iago parroting. There's no mention of a tiger at any point. So what would
0: you have put in? I would
1: just have made one of the three girls at some point, one of them talks about men at some point, just given a (laughs) like a tiger. I'm sorry, what was that one more time? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so just missed opportunity.
2: (laughs) Great. Hayley, what would you give this? Or do you want to go last this time? No, okay. I don't mind. Feeling confident? Off you go. Yeah. Got some got some oomph in me now. I I thought the song was pretty, so I gave it like I gave it a three. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a nice audition song for girls. Yeah. It gives you some nice opportunities to show your mid to top range. Yeah. I thought it was a, a good sing. Yep. Yeah. I, I did give for lyrics, so I did give it a two and a half. Staging I gave a two, the same, because, again, what's she doing? Not much missed opportunities Mm -hmm. but (laughs) just to really throw a spanner i felt about this song for jasmine's character what you felt about proud of your boy i was like this shows us her character she wants to leave the palace and this is why so i felt like for contribution it did go somewhere so i gave that a four beautiful Mm -hmm. and that's the
0: thing with with writing songs you're not always going to agree, so never feel pressured to be like, oh, God, they all
2: gave it a five.
0: I gave it a five too. I know, but when um, it's two
2: against one, it's like, hmm, maybe it's me.
0: It's fine. <laughs> yeah. it, it, everyone has
2: the right to be wrong.
0: So <laughs> I gave the music, I gave this a three and a half. I think it, uh, I feel like it's almost good. So, yeah, it just, yeah, it's almost good, almost good. Lyrics, I gave this a two because I think it, it sounds like the guy that wrote the lyrics for the wedding singer wrote this.
2: Mm. Yeah. It sounds like behind the dumpster. Wait, get, get out of the dumpster. So come out, out, out of the dumpster. dumpster. Yeah. Take a hold of
0: my hand. So your first day back wasn't all you anticipated.
4: I bit the best man. The bride had to be sedated.
3: This sort of thing happens all the time. When life gives you garbage, you use it to climb.
0: Look! Very similar structures and I feel like the music has kind of been written to fit it. Like this doesn't sound like, Typical Mencken writing. It's more step touch. Yeah, these palace walls for staging. I gave it three, but after speaking to you about what could have been, I'm downgrading <laughs> that to a two because holy shit, that sounds so much better, and what a great segue because after this, she does go to the marketplace. So like, oh, man.
1: but she appears halfway through. Bab-Kakomar, aladdin Kasima. And starts dancing. And, yeah.
0: How does she know the
3: dance?
0: And also, why does she look like Jasmine? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. And for contribution, I gave this four, because I'm with you, Haley. She needed a song, I think. This just wasn't quite the right song. But I like having Jasmine has wants and needs too. This mm. is her I want song. It's not all about Aladdin. Yeah. Jasmine has a go-to. But it just um doesn't quite hit the mark. But I feel like she needed the song.
2: Yeah. It's funny when we're talking about contribution that it's, sure. does this further the plot? Maybe not so much, but does it give the character depth? Yes. Mm-hmm. So is that a, do you know what I'm, yeah. yeah. Just some thoughts I'm having while we're discussing this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that brings us to the next song,
0: which was written for the film and then cut and then put in the musical, Babcak. Omar, Aladdin, and Kasim. Was a banger.
4: <laughs> a good pals, blood brothers, me and three others, cat Omar, Aladdin, Kasim. <laughs> Four
3: friends, none closer, get mad, heck no sir, not us for strong a permanent team.
1: I like this song. For me, it's the one, if I was in the ensemble, I'd be looking forward to doing this one over Friend Like Me. Because mm. I think this one would be more fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's Got a very similar vibe to Friend Like Me. No.
1: It mm. does. With yeah. It, with da, da, the, da, da. Yeah. It's got the drums that Prince Ali is missing, but we'll get there.
0: <gasps> <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. The rage. The rage. Yeah. My notes for this song are filler with lots of L's. And then I wrote West Side Story. Oh! So did
1: I. Yeah! The ballet moment. That moment, uh,
0: that moment yeah. with the dance and Jasmine and why is she there. And then I said, it should have been Who Will Buy? Oh.
3: Who will buy this wonderful morning? Such a sky you never can see. Who will tie it up with a ribbon and put it in a box for me?
0: Instead of. What didn't make sense to me is like. The first time we hit the market, they're like, we're going to get Aladdin and we're going to lock him up, the street rat. And then we get this random number where Aladdin can do this massive song and dance and draw this huge crowd in the <laughs> middle of the same fucking market and no one bats an eye. Yeah. Like it didn't make sense. I was like, I want a market number here. I want a who will buy moment. I want the market to come alive and start selling shit in your fresh fish.
1: You, we get catch him, you buy him. Yeah,
0: you know, like I wanted that. And there's like, one moment where I think Aladdin goes over and goes pistachios or something yeah. but like I wanted that yeah. I wanted those people that have a song
1: sugar dates and figs yeah. <laughs> sugar <laughs> dates and pistachios
0: like how great would it be for these palace walls to end in the market and then the people of the market do a song for Jasmine and bring yeah. the market to life and yeah. all the things they sell and
2: that would have been I cool like that. yeah missed opportunity again yes. yes
1: yeah just add that to
2: the I, list of yeah phone I, I like this
1: it. song I don't think it fits but i like the song
0: (laughs) i'm not saying the song is isn't bad but yeah Yeah. like the whole time i was just like this is filler man oh yeah it again we're just trying to push friend like me as far out as fucking possible yeah and so we've got this number which makes no sense because as soon as it's done they do the scene with jasmine and what happens street rat and they run and i'm like "Dude,
1: you brought this (laughs) upon yourself and you're banging also, drums in wh- the middle of-
0: Where were you 10 minutes ago? When-
2: <laughs> you're banging drums. You're asking for attention. Yes. You fool. So this song
0: was written by Howard Ashman. However, I just I just don't think it's his finest work either.
2: I think I think it's fine. I just don't love it. It's a filler. You're 100% right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They needed a, a little dance number yeah. to get people jazzed up.
2: Particularly after and, and, two like ballads, yeah, solo ballads. Yeah. And you're so, getting
1: another little pop ballad next, so you got to build people up before you drag them down. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I thought okay. that was coming up. So I'll, I'll kick this off. I think I'm going to be a bit harsher than you guys on this. I gave it two for music and I gave it one for lyrics. I just don't think it does anything interesting. I gave this four for staging, but for contribution I gave it a big fat zero because if this wasn't here, I wouldn't care, but also – should have been a market number because hands down, the four of them would have been arrested four bars
1: in. Mm. Yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> Who's next?
1: For music, I gave it a three because actually quite it's quite catchy. Mm. I don't know if that makes it good, but I like it. <laughs> it's catchy. Um, for lyrics, I gave it a two. Uh, for staging, I gave it a four because it is quite fun. Granted, not a market number, which I totally agree with you. <laughs> and for a contribution, I will give it a one because it does... Build the relationship between the four of them, cause it th- which I think has to be a little bit there for the storming of the palace in Act Two.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: So I'm going to give it that one just for that.
0: We've met. Oh yeah, we met them. We've before. met them bri-
1: briefly. Yeah, yeah. But never as like a we're a quartet waka waka. Yeah, yeah. Which isn't great either, but I think <laughs> it has to. I think it has, to, has to plant the seed. Yeah,
2: yeah. they're the boy band yeah. of the marketplace. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just thought it was a bit of fun, which is also why it's a filler. So I gave for music, I gave it I gave it a three for funsies. Lyrics I gave a two. And the staging I loved. I really liked the dancing. And I thought it was quite like I was a little bit effective how they got Aladdin and Jasmine to actually meet in that moment. But for contribution, <laughs> I didn't re- give me a
0: score for staging.
2: Oh didn't I? No. big four. Big four. For contribution I said, seeing as within this song, they meet a four. However, if it's just about the four boys, a one. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is if they were to meet outside of this song, you don't need the song. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Which could I have been know. a market song.
2: Yes. Yeah. And also, he basically recognizes their straight He's like, you got the pretty
0: hair and the big earrings and mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember saying in the movie, like, she's still got the massive earrings, but she's a little less obvious.
1: Yeah, she's wearing, like, a a beige The hood seems a bit more hoodie. Yeah. Not
2: just, I'll just cover my hair.
0: Yeah, and her braids coming out of the Mm. side, you know, and the guards don't even recognize her. I'm like, dude, she's the princess of the hood. (laughs) (laughs) You've got one job. And, like, a royal
1: purple hood, too. Yeah, you know, like,
0: she looks poor in the movie. She don't look poor. And I get... You know, and he says to her, Oh, I can see because there's no dust on your shoes. I'm like, dude, have you looked at the ensemble? They're fucking
1: immaculate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Every single
1: one has like, 37 abs. Is yeah. that
0: what we were going for? Because no one told the costume
2: designer. <sighs> yeah. Aladdin? Aladdin has double standards.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like,
2: there's no dust on your shoes. I'm like, that's not on yours either, mate. Like- yeah. <laughs> and in the movie, you're not wearing
1: shoes. so. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Why is it? How can he afford shoes? Street rat can't afford no shoes. Mm hmm. So, I guess, look, I guess for contribution, I'll, I will, for the sake of that song, a one, because they can meet not being in that song. Yep. Yep. Hard agree. Okay. On to the classic that has
0: dominated the charts, that everyone has fallen in love with as the number one Disney duet, A Million Miles Away.
4: Have you ever imagined what it'd be like to take off? And never look back.
0: Only every hour of every day. I'm sorry, even that line. I'm like, that's not Jasmine. Oh, no. She could uh. be any Disney princess. Yeah, literally any any Disney princess yeah. pre-1989.
1: Pre-Ariel. Like, yeah. she could
0: yeah. be Jodie Benson. Like. It,
2: could, it sounds like the Ariel voice. It sounds yes. like Jodie Benson.
1: It's like she's trying to do the Ariel voice, but with Maybe none he's of the. right.
2: You know, the beginning of Part of Your World. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's anyway. try and do the aerial voice without the Ashman influence.
0: Yeah,
1: without any of Because the... Howard
0: Ashman was so big on intent mm-hmm. and connection to text. Like he drilled Jodie Benson. Mm. You can find the video of it. A, it's yeah. a great
1: video. Yeah. yeah.
0: They haven't got that. No. no one's done that with them. So we get this. Us will be a
4: billion miles away. Leave everything behind when you choose to. Yourself Who knows what you might find And once the journey's done You'll have some faith in me After a million miles or so We might feel like we're
3: free Maybe we'll... <laughs>
2: it's just so bad It's so wonderfully naff <laughs> oh, it's, it's very cheesy Oh my God That's a greatable song
1: Oh, but with yeah. no self-awareness to make it funny.
2: No, it no. was taken very seriously.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah. it is like So are we familiar with the Wedding Singer musical? Yep. Yep. So it's very close to If I Told You. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mention the staging of this oh. is so fucking awkward. Yeah. Like they're stuck in this, what feels like three by three I cubic meters set, and they're kind of doing all these like little arms because they're going to hit each other. Yeah. And he kind of, they kind of go into each other and then out. And then she like runs to the pole, which is about 30 centimeters from where she was standing, <laughs> and like swings on the pole. And then he runs to the wall, which is 30 centimeters
2: in the other direction. Like it's so <laughs> bad. Yeah. It's, um, Look, you can't pretend he's got a big house. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. And it, it is pretty sizable in the yeah. film, though. Yeah, it's vicious. Like, yeah. yeah, he's got that massive
0: opening to the palace. Like, it's a, That's true. It's a fairly sizable room. Got the good view.
3: Yeah.
1: But
0: also, we can have a dream sequence if we want. Yeah. Not that we fucking yeah, yeah. need one right now because they're not
2: in love at this point in the show. No. But <laughs> I don't really understand the point of this song.
1: <laughs> no. Because it doesn't really say anything. Thing, the you know.
0: point of this song is we can't get to friend like me yet.
1: Yeah.
2: Sorry, We're we like, can't bring like, out the genie yet. Put him back in the bottle. They're like, this musical is three minutes short. <laughs> what are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: You know who's gonna sound great singing this? <laughs> Peebo <People> Bryson. <laughs> like, uh, I it,
0: j- it just it reminds me so much of Miss Saigon. Where he's like, I'm Chris, I'm Kin, a song. Like it just <laughs> it's the fastest love story known to man, that show, and it kills me because I love the score, but man, the top of that show just murders my brain. How mm-hmm. quickly we're into two, not one, but two love ballads in a row in the space of like ten minutes. This this is kind of that. Yeah. It's like, let's run yeah. away with me. And now let's be a million miles away. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> I
1: and mean, then his non-consensual hand grab. I was like, oh, tisk Tisk Aladdin
2: film. He's still that vulnerable kind of cute. He's know. kind of like flirting and it's kind of sweet in the yeah, film. Yeah, but he's like mm-hmm. awkward. Yeah. He's,
0: he doesn't know how to deal with talking yeah. to a girl. And in this he's like we're a
2: million bars. Like Mr Confidence over here, like he's in Rock of Ages. You know? He's yeah. so like, <laughs> here's a song I've been working on. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just pulls out an yeah. acoustic guitar from somewhere as well.
2: It's like it's like you know when Mimi dies, we're just like, I know you're dying, but I've written this song for yeah, you. Don't think, die yet. I've got <laughs> a I song. think you need to just hear like, this. Just don't calm start. down,
1: Mimi. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh
0: man. Okay, so I can feel this rated really well. Who wants to start? I'll start.
2: I gave it a three for music because I felt like it fit the Disney. Checklist, like the but this song like could be the sequel a, checklist. Like <laughs> no, like this song alone could be placed in any Disney musical and it'd be the same. It'd be fine. Mm-hmm. I gave it a one for lyrics, and I said the staging was first date vibes. Um, <laughs> and, but there was one moment where like he's sort of behind her. When he's sort of like on the ledge and she's below, I'm like, oh, it's like foreshadowing a whole new world. Oh, that's nice. And that's probably where it ended. I was
0: literally waiting for him to put his arms around her from behind yeah. so they could have the, oh, that's a Miss Saigon moment or a Beauty yeah. and the Beast moment. you know. Just They that, had a like- full
1: Titanic moment yeah. with a um, Flying <laughs> Jack like, yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I think she does again on the carpet later. She does. Yes, she yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Again, so what? <sighs> uh, so mm-hmm. I go for staging a two and a half and I go for, for contribution a two. I was like, it's a mate cute. Yeah, cool. I'll
1: go. Uh, for music, I gave it a two because it is so generic. And also just while Bab Kakumar, Aladdin, Kasim is not the perfect song, it has character to it. This is nothing.
0: It also doesn't disrupt the flow, mm. the musical flow of the show. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this.
1: It's just, why is it there?
0: Well, it belongs in the same show as these palace walls. That's for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Clearly written by somebody else. Yeah. Uh, for lyrics, I gave it a one. For staging, I struggled to give it a one because <laughs> it it was very university director. <laughs> <laughs> be like, oh, they're standing still for too long. Uh, there needs to be movement. Okay, g- g- go across. Lean on the pole. Oh, yeah, good, good, yeah.
0: And now turn it, but don't touch. Don't touch, and then look we're quiet. saving
1: the touch for later. Yeah, that's the moment. Yes, yes, perfect. Like it's, mm. yeah, one barely. And then for contribution, I gave it a one because, yeah, it sets up a little bit of foreshadowing for when they're on the carpet. Mm. Cool. Yeah, because it was a weird vibe. They're like, you're not in love yet. So why is it like you're just flirting? Yeah. yeah, Yeah. What's happening? Yeah.
0: What is happening? Because he's like, it's not even like, I wish, did I... what did I write? I wrote terrible staging, pop, they should be in separate, looks like locomans, locations. Oh, so God. I was like, why isn't it that they have this moment they separate and he sings about how he wishes he was a million miles away and then she, back in the palace, wishes, or even on her way back to the palace, no, back in the palace because she they pick her up and take yeah. her back. She wishes she was a million miles away and we realise they've got the same wants. I'm, it's very If I Told You, what I'm thinking. But instead of like, I'll take you a million, I'm like, you just fucking met her. Uh-huh. Yeah. You just fucking met her. How about we just unify our wants in this song instead of like, Come with me and let's get married yeah. and make lots of babies. Yeah. Anyway, I gave it a a one and a half for music, two for lyrics, a one for staging because it was janky, and a zero for contribution because, dude, you just met.
1: Oh, and the "Do you trust me?" moment is so awful. Uh, yeah, the "Do you trust me?" ding, and she turned. Ugh,
0: the, the stakes aren't high enough. Oh
1: yeah, there's no stakes. Yeah. And you're about to jump off a building, but there's no stakes. Yeah. yeah. i well, with a show that revolves around a genie. Yeah,
0: who yeah. who hasn't who hasn't been on stage in quite a while. But my god, he's about to make up for it, but not before we have this uh, weird Broadway number. Yeah. The diamond in the You wanted a villain song. I'm sorry. You wanted it? This is the answer. This is not the answer. You
4: have the profile of a prince. With a physique that matches beneath the dirt and patches. You are a diamond in the rough. Eh? I'm no diamond in the bar. Under The filth and the fees, there are gifts that you've been neglecting. And truth be told, you are not quite the guy that we were expecting. And though you might need finesse and perhaps some. Disinfecting. You'll be the one who
2: succeeds when a lamp of their needs collected. Uh, <laughs> this is my fast forward song. Skip Yeah
1: <laughs> Ding. Which is so unfortunate because Jafar needs a song.
2: Yeah. But it needs to be
0: dark. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a hellfire. It needs to be a poor unfortunate souls.
2: It this needs was to not n- be a tango. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Why, Why is it a tango? A tango? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what's the point of this being a tango? So he can, like, dance with Aladdin?
1: And because they have to, like, phantom walk stealthily in, like, horizontally across the stage because there's a giant set change happening <laughs> behind them. So that's, they only get the yeah. front part of the stage.
0: Yawn. Again, it was like, oh, because we can't do... The old man gag through the desert. Mm-hmm. You know, and the whole I can't even remember maybe I wasn't looking when he goes and gets the lamp. He just kinda got it. That's how I felt. I was like, did I fall asleep in that? Yeah. <laughs> how
3: did he
1: Or oh, when he's it just uh like in the cave?
0: You know how in the film, right? He goes into the cave, gets the lamp, and he's like, "Jafar, help me up, or whatever." And he drops him, and that's how he ends up in the yeah. thing. And you know, he takes the lamp with him. But
1: Abu gets the lamp.
0: Yeah, but what happens here? I feel like we had this song, and then all of a sudden, we were in the cave.
2: Yeah, Aladdin he does get it.
1: He does get it in the cave. Yeah, yeah,
0: that yeah. I saw. Sorry, yeah, but I was does he about get it
2: end. and bring it back to Jafar?
1: goes so oh Oh, the acting moment the acting moment when he goes and touches the forbidden treasure which is like you can't see it yeah which in the movie it's this giant giant ruby imposing (laughs) obviously you're gonna touch it but when he touches and then he does the like strobe running on the spot
2: yeah oh
1: which i was like oh no (laughs) (laughs) and then as he's almost there the door yeah shuts and then he does his acting falling through the sky with strobes yeah.
0: <laughs> why wouldn't you in the middle of this song send Aladdin in turn the set around and then see Jafar at the mouth of the thing on the other fucking side whilst Aladdin is in here getting the ruby and whatever mm-hmm. and then you know have that from the inside of the cave
1: mm. yeah yeah <laughs> well cuz you can't have the whole fire of lava cuz the mm. um Fire waves of lava because the magic carpet is not a character, and that whole scene, which is and amazing, the boom
0: isn't in there either yeah. to touch the ruby.
1: And the hardest level on the Super Nintendo game. Did you ever oh play god. it? Oh my oh. god! Did you ever play it? No. Oh, it was my favorite. Oh, it was they so hard.
0: Two games. Oh, I'm thinking of the PC one when they released The Lion King and Aladdin.
1: I think Super Nintendo had they the released s- it. The same. Yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. No, this. is. I always died on it. Yeah
1: but it was my favorite.
0: Impossible. Yeah. The Lion King was actually harder though. Did you ever play The Lion King? When you had to swing on the- swing through the- Fucking impossible. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, Hayley, to leave you. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, What if we rate this? Uh,
1: Uh, For music, I gave it a three because while not fitting, I I get what they were trying to do, but it was wrong, but it's not a bad song. It just mm -hmm. doesn't fit Mm. the character. Uh, For lyrics, I gave it a two for staging I gave it a one because they're just and I understand they didn't have the space because there's this giant set change happening it was just so boring
0: yep and like
1: it it gave the characters nothing to do yeah although I will say the only role I would play I would want to play in the show is Iago because he's the only one who really looks like he's having fun (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I also want Iago to just be a fucking puppet on yeah. Jafar's shoulder, controlled by something in yeah, yeah. his sleeve. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, I I kind of hate having just a short, annoying character.
1: <laughs> it was giving me like what Gaston and Lufu have, but they don't. Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And I also kind of wish. I mean, that's coming. I wish they played up a bit more the queer coding of Jafar, like mm. how just like camp him up just a little bit mm. yeah. yeah yeah
0: well you're saying this song isn't camp
1: but not in a good way
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you they keep trying to give you yeah. what you want just i not- wanted him to be,
1: and also be a little bit more seductive a tango yes but not <laughs> a tango
0: everything S- i'm asking for but not but, what but you not what me. you did yeah
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and for contribution i gave it a uh what did i give it i gave it a three because it does. Move the plot along quite mm. well while they walk back and forth yeah. across the stage. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I gave these, I gave this almost flat twos. I gave it two for music, two for lyrics, two for staging, zero for contribution because I was like, just fucking get in the cave. Just, mm. just go. I don't, I don't even care anymore. Just get us to the end of
2: act one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I gave it two and two for music and lyrics and I gave it a a one for the staging because it was so obvious that it's like we can only use this amount of space because there's a really big change happening behind us. Yeah. But you guys don't know that because it's theatre. If you just watch us at the front, do this mediocre tango, you'll <laughs> be none the wiser. <laughs> so, yes, but I actually gave it like a three and a half, a contribution, because I think convincing Aladdin – to go into the Cave of Wonders is pretty essential.
0: Couple of lines of dialogue. That'll fix it. Mm -hmm.
2: And that's basically taking us
0: to the end of Act 1 in the most underwhelming Cave of Wonders set I've ever seen in my life, Friend Like Me. Hmm.
5: Thousand and tails We master you In luck Cause up your sleeve You got a brand of magic Never fail You got some power In your corner Now Some heavy ammunition In your camp You got some punch Pizazz Yeah Who and how See all you gotta do Is rub that lamp And I'll say Mr. Aladdin What Will your pleasure be Let me take your order Shout it down You ain't never had A friend like me Now Now no. Life is your and I'm your made dear Come on, whisper what it is you want You ain't never had a friend like me
0: Just look at that set
1: It's so boring
2: Yeah This is <laughs> one of like the Luster. biggest
0: things I remember From seeing it all those years ago Is how underwhelmed I was by the Cave of Wonders I expected it to be so sparkly My retinas hurt mm. I wanted to just be overwhelmed with gold sparkles Because when I think of the movie it was just gold for days. Yep. Yep. And this, as we can see on the screen, is like a black <laughs> cave black, of nothingness purple, yeah. with a couple of tow- like mini towers of gold. I'm going to say a couple, there's four of them,
2: and that's it. It looks like the set of a high school production yeah. when they're trying to do the Cave of Wonders. It's dark, and that is not how the Cave of Wonders is at all in the animated film. It is like yellow yeah. gold. This is, hey, I got a little bit of money, so I've made a little tower of gold here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put one there yeah. and one there, and that's it. That's yeah. it. And then we'll dress. This is like
0: the famous costumes that have like forty two thousand Swarovski crystals or something on them each. Like Can't this tell. gold, but
2: yeah, they they just what a shame. Can't even tell.
0: I just want. I almost wanted all of them to camouflage with the set, and then just watch the set come alive. Yeah, and like the gold's moving and man, like the genie's killing it.
1: Yeah. but Because he has to.
0: Yeah. To distract
1: <laughs> from how boring everything else is.
0: Yeah. And like, I think they've done a good job in uh, pulling him away from being Robin Williams, because yep. I think that's the hardest task they've all faced. You know, um, the Broadway genie, Will Smith, like they've all had to kind of do their own thing that's so far removed so people aren't drawing comparison. 100%. But- Man, it's boring. It is. Visually so boring. Mm -hmm. And it's Disney, man. Yeah. Compare that to, and I know it's 10 years later, Frozen, when she sings Let It Go and everything is just sparkly and moving and like,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, it just kills me. Another missed opportunity.
2: A total missed opportunity. I did like the Disney medley halfway through it. Yes. Yeah. I love a throwback.
5: I'd like to bring the house down a little bit. Sing a few old classics. A couple of favorites of mine. I'll get back to you in a second. Thank you. Tale as old as time. Thank you. Thank you very much. True as it can
2: be. Well, and I did
1: love the uh, Baba Ganoush, the best ganoush in yeah. the Gano. I was like, yeah. yes, <laughs> that I approve of.
2: And I've got here there was a West Side Story reference in this song.
1: Uh, a- yes.
2: Um, uh, it's the it, mumbo. It,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Genie.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so after that un- underwhelming Genie number, we have Interval and then we have another underwhelming Genie number. Ugh. Just the intro.
2: Oh, I hate the intro.
4: So here
3: is now we with-
0: I'm missing the make way yeah. with yes. the drums like yeah. where are my drums yeah. it's like fucking thoroughly modern Millie up here yeah hey clear the way in the old blizzard hey let us through it's bright new star oh
5: come be the first on your block to me The drums. Are you gonna love this guy? way, 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 strong as ten regular men. Midway. That's right, boys.
0: Where were those men in the opening? Correct. Where were those voices mm. in the opening of that song?
1: Yeah, and the drums. I wanted a From the distance. Yes.
0: It's such a, like, iconic opening.
1: Like, you can break it down later into the jazzy, fine. And it, it does. Yeah. When he goes,
0: Prince Ali, then yeah. we get into the jazz. But they were like, you know what, just... Just pull it to the start. Yeah. No no one will know. Yeah. They're not gonna know. Oh They're we, not know, we know.
1: noticed. And like if you're gonna bring him out in a zoot suit as well, uh-huh. do a big band entrance yeah. even if you want, but
0: <sighs> when the girls came out big band.
2: Fuck. like Yeah, it's like, hey, we have an ensemble of girls. I was like, here, here come are. the guys with
0: the banners. Yeah, And instead it's like the harem girls again that we saw 50 billion times in Act 1. It needed
1: it was, to be grander.
2: So much yes. grander. Yep. So much. It was just missing something. It's missing Re- those drums at the beginning, which is like, yes, it's iconic, so we're expecting it. Yep. Yeah. You've let us down. Yeah.
1: And have the entire ensemble sing the make way. Yeah. It does, like, even With if it's not just the gross. guys. Yeah.
0: Just give it some, it should be so meaty. That's what we love about it. It's mm. so meaty. Yeah.
2: Do and you think said, anybody's going to be making way from those girls? I don't think so. No, they're making way for thoroughly modern Millie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did like the end of it, though, when they like, when it comes back down again and it is a bit more dragged out. <laughs> That felt a bit more grand. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, it took us four and a half minutes to get there. To get there. I and mean, yeah. we didn't really earn it. <laughs> no, we no, did not earn. It. <laughs> That's true.
1: Yeah, and it's not a it's not a fun number. No. It's no. just like it happens. Yeah. yeah. And also, oh, I
2: think you mean
0: because like the whole show. It just yeah. sort of happened. happens. And because the whole show is gags and the whole show is jokes. It diminishes the power of the genie. Mm -hmm. It diminishes the entrance. It diminishes his numbers because everything's big and funny. Everything's big and bright. So when we get the genie, it's not a contrast to Aladdin's world. It complements it, which rubs it of its power to me. Yeah. Because Aladdin's world is very colorful. There's lots of colors in the marketplace. Yeah. And there's lots of life and big smiles and big Broadway jazz numbers. So when we get to the genie with his Broadway jazz numbers, it's like, well, okay, you're just like another person in the marketplace, really. Yeah. Okay, so following this is probably the most famous number um, of the movie, if not one of the most famous songs in the Disney canon, A Whole New World, but not as you know it.
4: <sighs> you must feel trapped inside these walls. We'll run away. Skip. I can show you the world shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, now when did you last let your heart decide?
2: On my own I can
4: open oh my your God. eyes, <laughs> take you wonder by wonder over sideways and under on a magic carpet ride. I'm home you dare close your eyes.
3: A hundred thousand Hold your breath. It see. gets better. I'm like a shooting star. I've come so far. I can't go back to where a, a I was. new be. World Every turn is a new world. I am using my
1: belt. <sighs> this song they've taken everything out of it.
0: You know, when I saw it Live, I was wowed, but I think I was just wowed by Mm. the carpet more than anything else.
1: But then you're wowed for the first 30 seconds and they keep going. For me.
0: They needed more... It was more
1: like, I'll show you the world around our neighborhood (laughs) because we don't know where we're going and we don't show you where they are.
0: It's not like the scenery underneath them changes Mm. or they go past things. They're just kind of going around in a circle. The technology is awesome. Yeah. And I understand... No, I don't. okay, so this is how they do the carpet. <laughs> oh,
3: right yes
0: basically, if if we were holding a skipping rope mm-hmm. and we start turning it and then we turn it really, really, really fast. Yes. What happens to the visualization of the rope? Well, you can't see it anymore because it's yeah. so fast. yeah, so basically, on the corner of on the four corners of the carpet, there are some massively thick cables, and they are spinning. Super, super fast. So they are holding up the carpet, Mm. but they're spinning so fast that they become invisible to the eye. So basically if Jasmine swung her arm out over the corner, she'd lose her fingers. Yep. Mm. So that's how they do it, which is very, very fucking clever because it means when they go past things, you can't see, it doesn't cut out the stars or anything because you can't see the cable because they're spinning on like these circular things that are implanted in the. Carpet. Yeah. Cool. Very, very cool technology. Yeah.
1: It just unfortunately makes it so dark.
0: I like, I do remember feeling so wowed by it when I saw it.
2: I gotta say, like, listening to it just then, so the song alone, I was very underwhelmed. Watching it this morning, I cried. I was like, look at them on the carpet, just like they should be. Oh, it's so magical. But my note that I wrote
0: in giant capital letters was, where the fuck did the carpet come from? You
1: never see it until now. (laughs)
0: We don't even mention it. There is like, there's
2: nothing. He just falls on the carpet. He's like, i got a magic carpet. Ta-da. I kind of like that. She's like, I've heard about these things, but wasn't sure if they worked or not. I was like, yeah, bitch, try before you buy.
1: I
0: love it. (laughs) But
2: it's also like, where did it come from? He didn't meet it in the cave. He didn't wish for
0: it. Where did it come from? I think the
1: genie at one point says, I'll throw in a magic carpet. Really? When he, um, I think it's at the end of act one when he's changing into the Prince Ali costume. But because so much is happening, Mm. it's almost a throwaway line. He's like, oh, "Oh, I'll throw in a magic carpet for good measure.
2: Oh, And that's it.
1: And you're expected to be listening while you're watching the magic of him changing into Prince Ali.
2: Okay. I actually thought it was like... An inside joke between like them and us. They're like, hey guys, we know it hasn't been in the show so far, but you know it's coming. It's just here anyway.
1: Which would have been better.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's how it was in my head.
1: I was listening to this podcast once how, uh, so I'm going to steal it from them, how a whole new world is actually all about sex. I can show you the world, shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, and when did you last let your heart decide? I can open your eyes, take you wonder by wonder, over, sideways, and under on a magic carpet ride.
2: Yeah, the carpet ride's his dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Porn by Unbelievable Disney. Unbelievable sights.
1: Indescribable <laughs> feelings. Yeah. I remember when Leia Salonga came and performed here in Melbourne. She always sings A Whole New World and calls a guy up from the audience to sing with her. Was it you? It wasn't me. I was like 20 rows back, but I was waving frantically to be chosen. this other guy gets chosen. He doesn't know the lyrics or the harmonies. And I was like, rude.
2: No. Rude. Didn't you get up and sing with Adina Menzel? And guess who was 20 rows back and up the top? You. this bitch. I was like, I'm up here. And she's like, Hey, you up the top. I was like, she meets me. Bye guys. And I ran. What did I- you sing? Take me or leave me. Oh, nice. Yeah. She's like, this is a duet. I was like, I know.
1: <laughs> I'm not here because I don't know your yeah. repertoire. Like,
2: <laughs> I was just kind of like, <laughs> I have been putting this out to the universe, like fucking manifested that shit from the age of 10. And there I was as like a 28 year old and I was like. It's finally happening. It's happening. This is my break. <laughs> finally, I get to sing with Adina Maddell.
0: I it was the best thing ever. technically sung with Audra McDonald when Ooh. I saw her Ooh. when she was here because so I was in the front row, dead centre, at her feet, and she was doing I Could Have Danced All Night, and she was like, I want people to sing along. And so we get to the last note, you know, as I dance, there's a whole night the top C. I mm-hmm. I fucking just took my moment. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> gunned it up to the top C, and she's like, I just stared at me. Finishes the song, and she was like, "No one has ever beaten me to the top C." She was like, "That was no one ever does that." Oh. And then a friend of mine who lives in New York saw her when she went up there and told the story of the girl <gasps> on the front row in Melbourne, that's
3: synodopsy. <laughs> that
0: person is you, Stacey! It's me!
3: It's me!
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad I shared my story about not singing with someone and you both trumped me. Thank you for that.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, but any opportunity to tell my story is
1: fucking Yes, I- <laughs> yes take, I'll it, take it, take it.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Saying with the Queen Jew it was worth every moment. Oh, man. Okay, where are we? Okay, <laughs> on High to. High Adventure.
1: That's, that's how much we like the whole New World. Yeah. We told other stories.
0: <laughs> okay, on to the final song that was written by Howard Ashman, uh, with Howard Ashman for the film that was cut High Adventure. <laughs>
4: Convince those guys, my lord and master. That's what I'm doing, Cat. Well, do it faster. Let's be gone. Everyone, choose a weapon. Ooh, I should really be low you know. before you know. You grab your horse, you grab your gear. Your moments now, your moments here. It's time for high adventure. You're up and riding, saber flashing. You're better, higher, boulders gnashing. You feel so dashing on a high adventure. Get set to give some guy a thrashing. Because high adventure's in the air.
2: I love this song so much.
1: I love it too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, this is my favorite song now in the show. Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit.
1: This is Aladdin's mob song. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. yes.
2: Yes, it's the Kill the Beast, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh,
0: my God, yeah. Very similar vibes.
1: Hear
4: him roar, see him foam, but we're not coming home till he's dead. Good and dead. Kill the
0: Beast. It's no. just, just more on grand. the
1: side of good. Yeah, coming yeah, to- yeah. Yeah.
0: What I love is lyrically it is so self-aware, mm-hmm. like so self-aware. And I, oh, I'm trying to think. My favorite lyric in it, I think it might be this:
4: confrontation so exciting They're playing music while we're biting scratching and biting on a high-
0: like just that self-awareness how Ashman man just. Just got it, you know. Yeah.
1: And the staging is just as self-aware without being slapsticky. Oh my God.
0: Yes, like, we're not going anywhere. Uh, we're yeah. running on the spot.
1: And then the other guy just walks past them in regular speed <laughs> yeah. and just stares at them. <laughs> I was like, there, it's funny without being slap you in the face. It's funny, so funny. Yeah.
0: Someone, bang. are we there yet? No. Are we
5: there yet? No. Are we there yet? We're not
0: moving. No.
2: I just love it. I love this number. Yeah, same, same. Even the the strobe lighting with them walking, I was like, I'm here for this stupid. This is wonderful. (laughs) I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. What did we give it? I gave it fours across the board. Flat fours? Yeah. But now listening to it again, I was like, maybe we should top some of them up with a five. I don't know.
1: I gave it a five for music and a five for lyrics, a five for staging and a four for contribution.
0: Ooh, why the fall for contribution out of interest? Um,
1: I guess. <laughs> uh. I wasn't
0: prepared for this question. No, I wasn't.
1: <laughs> why didn't they give it a five?
2: Well, if you think about it, you're like, do we need this song to further the plot? Yeah, like it's the,
0: <sighs> I don't know how about, yeah. It's it's the Dorothy's friends are coming to save her moment. That's you know, true. Like we needed yeah. something and they're just so excited to go. It's one of those moments where I just gotta sing, you know. Like I'm so excited and.
1: No, yeah, I'll change it. I'll give it a flat five because oh. it is pretty perfect.
0: Oh my god! Because I also gave it flat
3: fives.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I do love it. Haley.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no pressure. I, do,
2: I think. Okay, I'll be perfectly honest, when I saw that when I saw the stage musical, I walked out of there, not really remembering, like we said before, much. I don't remember this number. I probably laughed and be like, oh, that was fun. Um, but I walked away thinking about that carpet. That is what I walked away from yeah. that show thinking. And so I felt like when I watched it for again today, it was like the first time watching it, and it was a lot to take in. And also because I was trying to write at the same time, I was like, oh, no, I'm missing things. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. I loved the staging. Like uh, I loved the, the stage fighting and how funny it was. Yeah. Yeah, I thought actually I'll give the, I'll give the staging and the music. Okay, hear me out. I'm changing my tune. I'm going to give it all five except for Contribution because okay. I, don't, I don't love it. I love the beginning of that song. Now I was just had it in my head before and it's gone now the duh, duh, duh. Okay, can you play it again?
4: No in wasting time we court disaster.
2: That
1: It reminds me of something and I can't place I know.
2: it. It's It's a really famous song.
1: Yeah. Um
2: like like a eagle song. Maybe not Eagles, but like that sort of I'm going to message you guys tomorrow when I have it. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. it's the first thing I think of. I'm like, this is a song that I know, it, but I can't. It's a famous guitar lick. Yeah. Oh bum, bum, Now bum, think of bum, like now 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 It doesn't keep going up. It stays. Yeah, it stays. Now 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 now. black.
1: Paint it black. Yeah. That's, yeah. That is
2: exactly where I go the second I heard it. I was like. Oh, yeah. I love that I had no idea what
0: what vibe you guys were on. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I got it. As
1: they're both like, uh.
0: It's because you said it doesn't uh, keep going up. And no. I'm like, okay, turn around. Yeah. yeah. So almost a flat five. Not quite the ding. But hey. We got there. We got five. five. <laughs> Woo! Okay. The final song. That is an addition to the show, which is this weird, like, prison break number (laughs) Yeah, called Somebody's Got Your Back.
4: You save me, then I'll save you. I won't bail a 23 skidoo. Say, ain't it great to know that somebody's got your back?
0: of what song this sounds like. Like... Kick in the head. How
4: lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me.
1: I just don't know why this number is here.
2: (laughs) I think that's fair. I did give it for contribution a one.
1: Yeah. like Even then. Like, it might have made sense had they broken out and they're out of the palace, uh, out of the prison... And they're like running away and they have a quick moment then. But to have like the three of them still chained up for a while doesn't add the comedy I think that they want.
0: I thought it was funny for the second that it happened and then they were just on the wall for the rest of the song. Basically. Yeah, and it,
1: was, and it was like a weird tone.
0: I was kind of waiting for him to break out into a soft shoot.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was
0: just fine.
1: Yeah, like I, I get that they probably wanted another number for the genie and Aladdin to have together. But, but why
0: not a reprise of friend like me? Yeah. Yeah, what was the point of having a whole a new number? A whole song? new number. Yeah. Why why wouldn't you
1: Because it's saying the same thing pretty much. Yeah. You've never had a friend like me and somebody's, somebody's got, got your, your back.
0: back. You might as well do a reprise. Yeah. Because that would make way more sense. And it doesn't need to be three and a half minutes long, however bloody long this song is.
1: Three, two, Sorry. four, yeah. Four,
0: five minutes long. <laughs> <All right>. um,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, it's, it's not a bad song no. by any means. It's just it doesn't belong here. Yeah,
0: 100%, which is why I gave it two and a half for music, two for lyrics, three and a half for staging, and a zero for contribution.
1: Yeah, I gave it a, a three for music, a two for lyrics, three for staging, and a one for contribution. Because like it, it kind of like solidifies the, hey, we're buds, mm. which kind of leads up to the, oh, he might actually free him. Yeah. Because he's his friend. Oh, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's a stretch. What even. are we
0: missing? Oh, this is replacing him being in jail and Jafar appearing as the old man. And then somehow no. sending him to the snow. How
2: do we get there? Uh,
1: no, this is the, when he drowned, the guards drown him.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah. And the guards drown him and then he
1: comes out and he's like, uh, I need you to wish. Oh, and then he like nods. I need nods you to wish. And he under he the water. And goes,
0: I'll take it. And yeah.
1: And he turns into a submarine and takes him. Out. I know this movie counts as very well. Because his second oh.
0: wish. <laughs> What's his second wish in this? I wish you to free us.
1: What is his second wish? It must be
0: second... set us free.
1: Yeah. 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 Yes, in this number, it's in this, same, number. Same. It's in in this, this number.
0: number. Yeah, yeah. Haley, what did you vote? What did you vote? What'd what I did vote?
2: you vote? I gave it three for music, three for lyrics. I gave it a three and a half for staging, and I gave it a one for contribution. But I feel like even the one is is a push. <laughs> I don't. I didn't have the heart to give it a zero. Um, <laughs> but no, actually, no. I did agree. I said it was a cute number, and it emphasised the genie and Aladdin's friendship. So, yeah. Did we need it? No. no. Probably not.
1: But yeah, yeah I, I A guess- Friend Like Me reprise would have been a much better idea. <laughs> would have
0: been a much better idea and quicker. Let's get to the wedding.
1: Because they ended Act 1 with A Friend Like Me reprise. So why not throw It'd in be another one? It'd a bit one. of a full yeah. circle
0: moment. Yeah. And yeah, so after that, they do a couple of reprises of Prince Ali. They do the Jafar one, but there's also a Sultan one this time. Mm. And then there's a finale where they do, you know, I was going to say Taylor's oldest time, A Whole New World, and I think there's Friend Like Me in there as well. So the songs, I just want to list for you the songs that were written, lyricized by the different composers. So Howard Ashman wrote Arabian Nights, Proud of Your Boy, Kako, Omar, and Kasim, Friend Like Me, Prince Ali, and High Adventure. And when I say wrote, he wrote the lyrics. Tim Rice wrote the lyrics for One Jump Ahead and A Whole New World. And then... Begulin, and I'm so sorry if I've been saying his name wrong the whole time, wrote These Palace Walls, A Million Miles Away, Diamond in the Rough, and Somebody's Got Your Back, which to me are the four songs that stick out like dog's balls yep. in this in this score. Absolutely. Yeah, you can yeah. tell. Yeah. 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 I, I just don't think any of those really work. The closest one would probably be These Palace Walls, but it just it's a bit janky. Mm-hmm. And that's Aladdin, the musical. Meow! <laughs> <laughs> <Yay. laughs> <Yay. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> We have a clear winner yeah. with these.
1: <laughs> what do you mean?
0: <laughs> and the clear winner was, of course, High Adventure.
1: Omar, stop crying. This is high,
0: high Adventure.
4: There's no ignoring or denying the kind of thrill that it's applying, and the effects electrifying. And high adventures in the air.
0: Thank you so, so much, Haley and Gilly, for coming on board and chatting with me about this Broadway musical. I was gonna say sensational Broadway musical, but that's outstanding. 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 No, it didn't win it didn't win,
1: so it didn't get outstanding. it's not outstanding. <laughs>
0: It was a very good genie show. Yeah. The genie show. Yeah, the genie show was great. Aladdin and the genie, and Jasmine's there for a bit. No, it's
2: the genie featuring Aladdin. Featuring Aladdin. Aladdin. And a little bit of Jasmine.
1: With a cameo by Jasmine. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because she really does nothing Nothing. After. Nothing. Yeah, that's just occurred to me. She shows yeah, up at right. the wedding. Is that it? Yeah, <laughs> and like
1: she's never taken prisoner. She doesn't become his slave. Like none of that sexy stuff, isn't it?
2: Jafar. Hmm, I never realized how. Incredibly handsome, you are.
1: She is a nothing character. It's like what they tried to uh, make up for in the live-action movie, but she took it way too far.
0: Oh my god! And then she sings a whole song about I will not be silenced. It's like, sweetie, no oh. one's trying. No one's trying. This no. entire movie, no one is. No one. You, you are not
1: speaking. Actually, you You're, are free to you speak. You
0: are the most outspoken princess we've had. Yes, but yeah. sure, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead and
1: sing this pop song. Yeah. Uh. And
0: the people working the Little Mermaid were like, speechless. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but thank you so so much. This has been um, a fun fun time. So, until next time, I'm Stackers.
2: I'm Hayley
1: and I'm Gilly. Bye. Bye. Okay, we're done. Hayley, get out of my house.
0: <laughs>
2: I'll see myself out. Oh no, oh no. Ah!